0: Around the nation, and around the world, here's your host, Alexander Garrett.
1: As we enter the final Saturday, we're in the final Saturday of the decade of... year. Uh, I am literally on the subway, about to present an interview for the Saturday Sit-Down with my good friend, Andres... And uh, without further ado, Mr. NYC Subway and the Saturday sit down. I'm actually at Bluestone Lane on this Saturday. I guess my friend, my next guest from the Saturday sit down, Mr. NYC Subway. Haunts this place sometimes, so I love the vibe. And thanks for having me out today.
0: Yeah, good, good to be uh, back in your company, man. It's been I, a while.
1: I know it has been. We, last time we talked, you were sort of still launching the page. You had it up there, and you have really expanded since then. But I brought you on because I know you've got these calendars you were working on. Talk about that process for those who got a calendar and might be interested about it. Yeah, so
0: you know, with Instagram, the beauty to it is we we get inspired by you know other people that we follow and people follow us and uh, a guy who I follow, Mike, he created a calendar and I saw it in his story and I said, hey man, like this looks amazing and I asked him a few questions, who did it so I decided kind of last minute to create my own calendar cool, uh, for 2020 and for this round I decided just to do editorial shots and street photography. Okay. Um, you know, of course I think another great one would be with my ballerinas and people I work with. But, yeah, so I did a lot of train shots, a lot of subway shots, uh, street photography. And, um, yeah, huge success, man. I ended up doing about 100 calendars and satisfied, pretty much sold every single month. Nice. Um, and everyone's receiving them as we speak. And, and yeah, the quality of this the print is actually the company that did it.
1: And, by the way, I got mine today, so I got to check it out as soon as I get home. Oh, it's, a, it's a nice Christmas week, late Christmas week present. So thank you for that. Of
0: course, man. Yeah, the quality on these, like... Vista Print did an amazing job with the, uh, the prints. Like, they're gorgeous. For a calendar, I couldn't ask for a better production.
1: Now, this is pretty much your first merchandise option, right? Are you going to look into that in the future? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, typically
0: my vision has always been selling my photos. And it first started with prints and acrylic prints. And then it's turned into this process now where I make originals. Right. Um, and, and that's something we can get into in a little bit. But... Yeah, I think this is the first time I've done any type of merch. And, yeah, it's cool. It, it, was it was a lot of work. A lot more work than I thought because I had to actually conduct each transaction with a person right. to person. And then also um, mail each calendar out individually. But, um, but yeah, man, I'm stoked that, like, that, it, you know, people enjoyed it. They wanted it. Yeah. Um, and the final product, again, I'm very happy with.
1: Now, um... So you do all this, and, and you've really branched out from Instagram, haven't
0: you? A little bit. Talk about so, that, maybe. Like what, with TikTok?
1: TikTok and other apps you might be
0: on as well. Well, I think the big one right now, I've never done Snapchat. Okay. Um, and I think the big reason for that is once Instagram made the story, which is, you know, very similar to Snapchat. Sure. I just never got into it. But TikTok is one of those where you kind of hear about it. Actually, right now you hear about it a lot. Okay. Um... And at first, I was reluctant. Well, that's true. We do hear about it almost every day now. Exactly. It's really catching fire. And at first, I was like, you know, know, I'm Instagram, right? Like, that's who I'm loyal to. That's your brand, right? Exactly. And it's a great platform. But the one thing about Instagram is it's very, very challenging to grow on. Right. Um, And,
1: you know, even with an account No matter how many hashtags you have, you can't grow it enough, you
0: know? No, exactly. To get new followers is extremely difficult. And one thing I've always been exposed to and I've known is the best way to grow on Instagram is outside of Instagram. I know. Yeah. So like for example um, you know AOC right? Yeah. Uh, she had not when I we first started following each other she had like a thousand, two thousand followers and then when she blew up politically and the media started blowing her up right. she's now at like four million, five million people. So it's a great example where she blew up because of an outside source sure. mainstream media. Now Basically, for me, I haven't really found an outlet outside of Instagram to, like, to produce my content and grow my name. Like, YouTube? No. But TikTok is definitely a platform right now that if you can get on it and produce some good video content, you can grow exponentially. Well, what do you
1: think that reason is for? You show me videos. You add in the millions. What's the fascination? Is it because TikTok's the trend right now? Or is it because – is there a combo of your content plus – you're catching TikTok at the right time. What is it that's making it
0: successful? It's a great question. I, I think it's it's a combo of two things. One, having decent content, right? Yeah, that yeah. can go viral, that people, and the algorithm works on TikTok like this. If someone watches your video all the way to the end, you get five points. If someone re-watches the video, you get six points. If someone shares it, four points, comments, three points, likes, one point. And so basically, if someone watches
1: your video to the end, Right. and rewatches it, it has the potential to go viral. Now you have sort of, I, I think symbols better. You have the best ones because they're not like all these different voices. It's like one shot or two shots, and that's that. You're not being overly you know, aggressive with it, which is a good thing, because I feel like those type of videos are annoying, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I want I, to stay true to myself and my content. Um, you know, of course, a part of TikTok is putting music to like to the actions sure. in the video. That kind of so make the music match up to like if you're doing punches, have the music make you know the beat at the same time. Right. right. Um, so there's an element of that, and I think that's kind of the fun part to TikTok. Is this a different way to make content? Right. Sure. So it's new, it's fun, it's different. But uh, going back to your last question, like the big thing though is timing right now. Right now, TikTok is so new. Right. It was, it was a different platform before it officially became TikTok. But in August of 2018 is when TikTok came out. So oh, yeah, that's true. That. About a year or so. Yeah, okay. it's so new. It's so fresh. So right now it's that window where they want people to come on their platform mm-hmm. and they want people to go viral and get hooked on. So between having good content um, and timing, right now is that window where you can catch fire in Basically, I've been on there for four weeks. I have 20,000 followers. Not amazing? That's I have, so... Cool. I have over... I, I got to do the numbers, but over, I think, three or four million views combined on all my videos. Yeah. Like on Instagram, the most views I have on one video is, I think,
1: 50,000, 60,000. On TikTok, I have one that's almost at two million. And that's all your content, by the way. Now, one, one thing I was going to say back to your point about not... You can't get enough followers on Instagram and all that. But because you went to another app, that just shows you don't want to get, like, pay for followers. Like, you're not like that, and I really admire you that way. Because there are some out there who will literally pay for followers, and I don't get that method at all. So, yeah,
0: at the end of the day, if you pay for followers, uh, it's going to get you. Because it's fake, right? Right, So no, For me, it's all about engagement. Real likes, real comments.
1: And commenting on people's comments to you, which is yeah. also very engaging. Yeah, you want to be engaged with, with, with everyone, too. You
0: want to show them, hey... I'm a real person behind this account, and that, that makes people want to engage more. But but yeah, this is my opportunity TikTok. And for anyone else out there who's trying to grow on, on Instagram or any other platform, get on TikTok and grow on there because what happens is this is the beauty going back to what I was saying before the followers I'm getting on TikTok are then coming to my Instagram account or following me on Instagram. So I'm cross promotion there, right there. But again, the best way to grow on Instagram. Is through an outside source
1: and right now the best opportunity for me and i think other people is TikTok. now you said the point system tell us how that works really like, quickly because i don't i don't know much about TikTok, but the point system sounds interesting so
0: based on what i've seen is in order for your video to go viral right okay. to do really well there's a point system um, and it actually i think it's a five point system so a five is if someone watches your video all the way till the end wow, and then rewatches it so what that tells the algo is this must be a good video. Okay. It's the most important, you know, factor that they consider.
1: And how many five
0: points have you gotten? I have no idea. They, you don't, know you don't know what people are doing. You do see comments. You do see shares. You do see likes. But what you don't see is how many times someone watches your video. Right? right. But what you do know is if your video goes viral, like hundreds of thousands, millions, it means people are re-watching it.
1: Well, you know, this was the year, as we're talking, this is the year of the comeback for you because... I don't know if I mentioned it on my podcast or not, but you definitely saw it on my story. Your account on Instagram was suspended okay. at one point this year. I don't really want to get into that, but that's such a fascinating story to talk about because what was it like having an account suspended for a bit?
0: Well, it's crazy. That was pretty much a year to date. So last year at this time, I think my account was suspended, and I got it back right before my birthday or actually after my birthday. So right now at this time last year, I was freaking out, man. Um, so yeah, it was suspended for two weeks. And it's because I posted a photo that, even though it didn't break the Instagram rules, and the rules are like no nudity, no sexual intercourse, like no child pornography, like pretty, pretty black and white. Exactly. Now this photo, she was like, you know, showing her body, but everything was covered. Exactly. Um, But if enough people, and this is the theory, but if enough people report it as inappropriate, even though it's not inappropriate... The ALGA says, okay, shut it down. And I think what happened is, within the first for 10 two minutes... no, oh, that's crazy. Well, cool, I'll tell you how I got it back and I got left. But for the first probably 10 minutes of that video, when I maybe 20, 30, maybe 50 people reported as inappropriate, even though it wasn't. So the ALGA said, there's something going on here, and shut down the account. Now, to get it back, I had to go through like the filing process through Instagram. So you petition through an email, they send you an email, say, hey... Take a photo with this ID number Someone tries to get back to you So it's basically uh, You know a, An email type petition You never sure. actually get on the phone with anyone And that's the frustrating part, right? So for two weeks, nothing Nothing Just nothing, nothing, nothing Now I had a friend I still have a friend good, good guy, Felix He works at Facebook Okay And I hit him up And I said, Felix, dude Like, my account got shut down like, this, is, this is my lifeline For my creativity My right? photography Like, everything This in is your apartment. livelihood, man <coughs> My livelihood, exactly. Like my book and network, everything. And I got suspended for for reasons that aren't warranted. Like right. I would get it if I posted something that was blatantly against the rules, sexual intercourse, or or you know, shit that, that yeah, shouldn't nudity. be awesome. then, okay. But I didn't do anything wrong. But I'm in a bad situation. He saw the photo, so he petitioned internally. He works at Facebook again which, you know, Facebook owns Instagram. And within, like, a week, he had answers for me. He's like, hey, they're reviewing it. Boom, hey, in three days, like, they're going to make a decision. Boom, hey, you're going to get your account back. So he sped up the process, and I don't know. But for him, maybe I never would have got my account back. I don't know.
1: Well, and so, and I know you had, like, you had some, you had everybody tweet out on Instagram, hey, get my account back for me. What was the response like when you asked that? So, yeah.
0: Lots of support, lots of love. I think everyone understood, like, how much time and effort I put into this account, how much passion Ooh, like, I have for yep. it. So, you know, at the end of the day, it didn't it didn't get any results done with Instagram, but for me, internally, it gave me good support That's and right. helped me get through that process and, like, like you helped me, like, everyone who, who
1: petitioned on my behalf, That's right. Like, huge, you know... Did it make you feel a certain way like, wow, look how many people I've impacted and look how many people have really appreciated the work. That's got to feel something
0: for Yeah, man. I think at the end of the day, like, since I got my account back, I'm kind of glad it all happened, to be honest. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, the people who were there for me showed up. Um, And it was also a great opportunity to kind of take a break from my account because I was so into it and so, you know, the word is obsessed. Um, but it allowed me to step back and kind of get perspective and say, hey, you know, this is why this is important or why this isn't. Um, and again, thank God I got my account back. Sure. And because of that, it ended up being a great experience. If I never got my account back, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I, I would have been devastated. Because if you have to start from scratch again, it, I people can't don't understand. Like the amount of hours I put in to build that account, and it was hours of going out and liking people and and engaging with people and yep. finding people to find me. So I, I couldn't ever do it again, to be honest.
1: Now, I'm talking with Mr. NYC Subway. I don't know if you want to give your name on the podcast, but uh, he's on Instagram. You're on Twitter. I know you have an account on Twitter as well. I have Twitter. But, but, but Twitter is... I feel like it's more for
0: like really famous people right? who want to give updates. like, And it's news, right? It's a news yes. outlet.
1: It's become a news outlet.
0: Um, through Trump. It's a great news source where people can get real-time updates and trending exactly and I I do have an account so if at some point it can catch and 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 help me grow like I'll I'll spend more time on it now
1: I gotta say so once your account was suspended I know you created your own personal account as well do you do you drive people to that account or not as much so uh, a few people
0: who have big accounts told me you should create another one and I have created another one but again (laughs) it's it's very difficult Again, on Instagram, to get people to come to your page to follow you. So, right. starting from scratch on a new account, it's just I, I don't want to do it. So, I, my focus is, of course, I have my personal account, which I've had before. I had Mr. NYC Subway, but that's pretty much it.
1: And by the way, I'm, uh, Mr. NYC Subway is not like anybody else. He's not a you know look at me on Instagram. He's a very chill dude, and I love that about you. We've been friends now for a couple of years already. That's crazy to me. That's amazing. How time flies. Now, go when, ahead. Well, to that point,
0: I, I've always, that's one thing I love about this account. It's not just about me. You know, it's not just photos of me and here's what I'm doing and this and that. I have incorporated that part to it. You know, branding with companies and, and this. You stuff were
1: skateboarding that. on Instagram at one point. That was awesome. Exactly. But
0: what I love is, and I started this account, you know, going back to our first podcast. I started this account because I did not like the New York City subway. And I like how I felt on the New York City subway. And I knew nothing about photography, but I made a switch in my perspective. And we talked about this. It's all about perspective. That's right. And once I made a switch of focusing on the negative to focusing on the positive, it then turned into this creative outlet to which I started using my iPhone to capture things, to find a camera, to what it is now. So, but it's always been about the New York City subway and right. the people of the New York City subway. So, like, that's what I love too. Is this isn't about me. This is about subway yeah you
1: know,
0: and, and i think the, the cool part is is that people are understanding that if you, if
1: you look at the subway differently and you see it in a different light right it's a beautiful amazing place now let's talk about this you can just stick to this subway system though you have traveled a little bit with your photography haven't you a little bit yeah so i've done you know you're
0: always trying to as a, as a creative you're always trying to create new ways see what what feels right and what doesn't and, and the only way to, to learn is to do it mm-hmm. um, you know i went to barcelona i have uh some people through instagram that i know in barcelona now and that's another beautiful part to this i sure i could pretty much go to any country in the world now and connect with a photographer or a dancer which i love but yeah i did a photo shoot there it was awesome i think the, the contentious kind of point here though is is doing work outside of the subway and posting on my account and one thing I've really come to realize and, and appreciate is having that niche. Yeah. And even in New York City, like, I've done a few posts where it's, like, not the New York City subway. And part of me is, like, don't do that. That's I not it. your brand. Exactly. I, you. I like that, like, the focus is the New York City subway. And, like, when you come to my account, you
1: know, it's Mr. NYC subway. So the content is all about the subway. Now, another big thing that happened to you all the last couple of years, is realized last talk, is your partnership with Alton Lane? So, talk about that because that's been a big part of your growing your journey here. Oh, uh-huh, hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, Alton Lane, Samuelson, uh, Saratori, Ivani, uh,
0: Parmigiani, Fouyere, um, Who else have I worked with? Those are like the big brands I've worked with. Three of them the first three are suit companies, the last one is a really, really nice, luxurious wash company. But yeah, I think the branding. Working with, with companies is a great way to create content. Sure. And the cool part is getting paid. You know, you get free suits, you get free... I didn't, haven't got a free watch because they're, like, very okay. expensive. They're, like, 10,000 up to a quarter million watches. So, like, they didn't offer a watch, um, but it's a start to a great relationship. And it's a great name to have
1: attached to Mr. NYC. Exactly. And at the end of the day, like,
0: yeah, branding with these companies is the light I want to brand in, which is classy, okay. uh, you know, has yeah. substance to it, a richness to it that um, that represents me.
1: Now, if you if you follow Mr. NYC Subway, you'll see him on the platform looking like a guy, looking like John Hamm from Mad Men. I, I feel like <laughs> you really click with that that character, though, don't you think? So Mad Men, I've watched uh, a
0: little bit. I, I wish I, I got more into the show, but but yeah, I think that's the intrigue with the New York City subway is it has that vintage feel to it. So if you produce content on the subway you're going to get that kind of character involved in it. Sure. So yeah I, I, I definitely relate to that. I love it.
1: Now I was just thinking because the decade's closing up pretty soon in the next few days starting so in the 2010s and so now tell us a little bit about your journey that we don't know um, in this decade. So I, I think the big thing that people don't
0: And I didn't quite realize until I started to become an artist in in the sense of selling my work and and creating my originals. And and real quickly, when I create these originals now, as opposed to just giving you a print that my photo lab can mass produce, I create, design and build my frames. So I buy the wood, uh, I get the wood cut to the size of the photos, essentially sand down the wood, I paint it, I put the photo on top, which is... And there's
1: video of all this, by the way, on your Instagram feed right now. Exactly.
0: It's an extremely delicate and intense process, but from beginning to end, I design my photos now and the frames for them. And they're frameless. They're gorgeous. I finish with resin. I sign them. Um, It takes me about a week to do it. But what I've done and what I've learned is that if you're going to sell art, and if you're going to sell art with other artists who paint my art broker, he's based out of Miami, and all of his clients are, are actual painters. So when they create a, a piece, it's an original. It's one of a kind. Um, so I realized I have to make originals if I'm going to sell with these guys. Because they're selling for $500, 1500 But if you're going to sell something like that, a collector wants to know that they're the only person who has it. Right. So that's basically the hustle that I've learned with be, you know, being an artist now is, is making originals. So, and these pieces are gorgeous, man. Like, i got to make you one at some point. Okay. Um, but yeah, I went down to Art Basel. I sold one for $2,000. That seasons. was incredible.
1: You yeah. went to Miami. So when I saw that on Instagram, I had to share it on my story because I'm like, wow, a guy from California comes in, makes in New York, now brings New York to Miami. I thought that was really special for you. So, and for the city as well when you think about it.
0: Hell yeah, man. I mean, you know, this is the beauty to the creative journey, is this is an avenue that I've been exploring, and I'm going all in, and I nice. love it. Like, creating these pieces, I have a studio now, like, I get into my zone, like, it's a different way for me to create, right? In addition to taking the photo itself and creating that, that image. But yeah, um, Art Basel was amazing. I had a solo at the watch store in, in the design district. Um, I sold a piece for 2000 like, uh, it was a complete success. And I was Family one on 53rd crimes.
1: Street in 5th. Was that the one where she's... It's,
0: yeah, with the train. Yeah. It's yeah. the long exposure shot. Um, but, yeah, the cool part is, and this has always been the big vision for me, is selling my work. Mm-hmm. And this is the direction I want to go in. So now I'm planning um, an exhibit out in San Diego or L.A. So I'm going to start putting that together, fly out there with my pieces and have an
1: exhibit. So... Yeah, love man. that. Yeah. And hopefully that's something we can look out for in 2020, right? Exactly. That's going to be a big uh, either February or March. Now, I don't know if you want to go there, but I know that when we first talked, even off the air, I was like, man, you, you, know, you, you take photos of really beautiful women. Do you ever try and keep that separate? But I guess you couldn't keep it separate for long. <laughs> oh,
0: gonna, Alex is going to put me on the spot here. So, yeah. Typically in all my photo shoots, and I would say 99%. It's always and, and even with, with Melanie it, it was this way too. We you know show up for the photo shoot. The idea is it's always to get that image. Like that's why I do this. I see your account, I see something I love, we come together, and we create. Now Melanie at the time, she had a boyfriend. We conducted the photo shoot, completely professional. But yeah, six months down the road. We ended up getting together and, and yeah, she is uh, we've been together for seven months now. We're madly in love and um,
1: and it shows been a great through your life. photography. I, I think it's a little different shooting the person shooting a, a person you love than someone who you're just friends with. Would you agree? Yeah, well at the end of the day even when we do photo shoots now, I still
0: come there with the mentality of like Be professional. Do, like, let's get this photo. You know, I'm, I'm not here to to just shoot my girlfriend like I want to capture something that I could post, and potentially sell and, and really appreciate. So uh, the the hustler, the the photographer is is always there. The business side is always there to come get that photo. But then yeah, I think it's kind of cute like when we tell people how we met, right? You know, we met through photography. Uh, she was doing uh she's wearing a black tutu on the Williamsburg Bridge. Um, it, it makes for a really cute story. Now, did you reach
1: out or you just found her on the, how did that happen? I think one way or another,
0: it's always through Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she saw my work, uh, and then, yeah, I reached out and said, hey, I'd love to work with you, and, and again, I saw something in her account, I had a vision for us, and we executed that vision, uh, in a black tutu, and it's an amazing photo.
1: Now, I've got to ask, you've made the calendars, I've been, ask you this all episode long. What? What can we, we expect more from, not just the calendar, but are there any other pieces you're gonna start really making like merchandise for? Like what, what's your plan on that?
0: It's a good question. I think, if I, you know, I think yearly I wanna do the calendar. I like this, this concept of yearly doing one. Um, I could make t-shirts, I could make hats, s- stickers, but again, my merchandise is my art, selling my pieces, and I, I think I want that to stay the focus of my account. Um, But
1: who knows Potentially I could do Shirts or sweaters Now you're on TikTok and Instagram But do you find Because I know You're very dedicated To TikTok right now Are you trying to Balance both of them out Or how's that working So
0: yeah Basically I just Spend more time now On TikTok uh, Than I do on Instagram But Instagram I still You know Spend I don't know 20-30 minutes a day on it Interacting Posting But TikTok I'm like really Spending more time on it I'm following You know There's a for you page Okay So you see what's trending so I can see what content is doing well. And then you just match with it. Yeah, of then they, like, I'm still producing, like, my subway content, um, but I'm learning how to kind of reconfigure it. And the cool part with TikTok is it makes you kind of become more of a videographer. Right. So I got a new app um, on Adobe. It's called Adobe Rush, and I'm starting to get familiar with it, how to mix and match photos with video to music. So it's it's going to be a new avenue to create and learn, which is which is always good,
1: Mr. NYC Subway. Thank you for joining me today. And one final question: We're literally all heading into twenty twenty. I mean, for photography, that's a perfect brand, right? Twenty twenty vision. So, what's your twenty twenty vision? My twenty twenty vision. So a big thing I'm going to get back to is, is getting back
0: into my photo shoots, right? Uh, passionate photo shoots to create some more you know gorgeous uh, content. You know, lately it's been a lot of focusing on the business side. Sure. Uh, really learning how to create my art, my originals. Um, but I want to get back to creating more new content. And then, in addition to that, continue to push the art and throw exhibits and sell it. Um, and just move in that direction. So fresh content, beautiful content that people love. And then turning them into original pieces of art. That's awesome. And selling them.
1: You know, you're reminding me as we talk about this of... Uh, Manny Petinkin and Sunday in the Park with George. He was always looking where he can exhibit, how to ma- ma- manage everything. And I feel like I'm talking to the real life Sunday in the Park with George because you're doing it all right now. So
0: Thanks, man. Congratulations yeah, thank on you. that. And thank you for the time here. I, you know, again, this is uh, the creative process. I think the cool part to it is you never know. I, I was telling Melody this the other day. It's The best things in life come unexpectedly. <laughs> like, and I never expected one. A photographer, and two, I never expected to now be an artist selling my my photos. So um, whatever the reality is right now, I couldn't be more happy with it. And whatever ends up happening, like I'm just going to keep riding this wave, exactly, and keep going.
1: And of course, you work in the city as well, so you're doing it all yes. on Mr. NYC Subway. Thanks for joining the Saturday Sit Down. Thank you, Alex. I'm Alex Garrett. Hopefully, we'll be back tomorrow with more on Keep It Real with Alexander Garrett. And indeed, we'll see what happens for tomorrow, the final Sunday in this decade, in this year. But for now, I'm literally stuck on the subway as I'm doing this. I'm Alex Garrett. Have a great Saturday.